Hi there. My name is Zachary Stockhill. I'm the founder of RetractiveJealousy.com and the author of the guidebook, Overcoming Retractive Jealousy. Let's get started. If you spend any amount of time trawling Google or YouTube for answers on how to deal with your girlfriend's past, you've likely come across a lot of varied advice. On one hand, there are the online commenters who say that any guy who struggles with any woman's past is a hypocrite, misogynist, sexist pig who doesn't deserve her. And then there's the opposite end of the extremist crowd, whose members proclaim that no woman can be trusted, and any feeling of unease surrounding a girlfriend's past is enough of a red flag that the man in question should get out of the relationship. When you're struggling with retroactive jealousy, i.e. unease or anxiety surrounding a partner's past relationships and or sexual history, good advice can be hard to come by. When it comes to this particular issue, compassion, understanding, empathy is rare. I know. I've been there. This video is aimed at men who are in the early stages of struggling with their girlfriend's past. Perhaps you're one of them. Maybe a recent conversation with your girlfriend or a bit of social media stalking is beginning to freak you out a little about your girlfriend's past. So if you're unsure of what to think about your girlfriend's past, what it says about who she is, whether or not your girlfriend shares your values, and whether or not what you're experiencing is, quote, normal, I'd like to offer you a seven-step plan consisting of practical steps and perspectives you can start experimenting with immediately. After fielding thousands of emails from men concerning retroactive jealousy, this is my retroactive jealousy starter kit if you're struggling with your girlfriend's past. Now, it's really important for me to note that there is a lot more for me to cover here, but for now, at least, this should give you something to get started. And this is a bit of a lengthy one, so buckle up. Step one, acknowledge that this is your problem, not your girlfriend's. Now, I'm not saying that your girlfriend's past isn't a deal breaker. I'm not saying her values are necessarily compatible with yours. And I'm certainly not saying that no matter what, you should stay with her. Of course, I have no idea. What I am suggesting is that you need to own this problem before you can start to move forward. This problem does not belong to your girlfriend. Your girlfriend's past is her right. It belongs to her and she can't change it. Either you can deal with this and move forward, or you can't, in which case you owe it to her to end the relationship so she can find another man who feels differently. There's nothing wrong with either one of those choices. But what is not an option is for you to have one foot in, one foot out of the relationship, hanging around reluctantly, punishing your girlfriend for her past. Now, if you need a bit of time and space to reflect and process what you're feeling, by all means, take it. But don't punish your girlfriend for her past while you do so. I used to do this, and it remains one of the more shameful episodes from my own past. Accept that your girlfriend cannot fix this problem for you. No one can, except you. You are your own salvation here. It just takes a bit of time, reflection, soul-searching, and vulnerability on your part. Simply put, it takes a bit of work. Which leads us to step two. Stop talking to your girlfriend about her past, for the most part. As I advise in my guidebook and online course, sufferers of retroactive jealousy don't need to add more fuel to the proverbial fire. Which is to say, if you're struggling with your girlfriend's past, and you've already collected a bunch of unnecessary details about her past, the last thing you need to do is to collect more. So I advise retroactive jealousy sufferers to stop talking to their partner about their past, at least for now. And stop the social media stalking as well. Nothing good can come of it. And it's possible it will only send you deeper down the retroactive jealousy rabbit hole. That said, if there is a major deal-breaker issue that in your calmest of moments you truly feel you need information about, sit down with your girlfriend and have a calm, rational discussion about it. If there is a major deal-breaker issue related to your girlfriend's past, 
that you need clarification on. For example, like, did you really cheat on three of your past four boyfriends? You should probably talk about it as soon as possible, to save you both time and to avoid a long, drawn-out breakup. If you know someone is not right for you, you owe it to them and yourself to move on as soon as possible. And if you know there's an issue related to your girlfriend's past, which would absolutely, without a doubt, constitute a deal-breaker for you, you should approach her in a calm, non-judgmental manner and simply ask. Which brings us to step three. Get clear about your values. As I'm sure you realize, everyone on the internet has an opinion, including, obviously, yours truly. But an important idea to consider is that you are your own master. You can either listen to me or not. You can listen to some men's rights activist in an online forum or not. You can listen to a militant feminist or not. You can heed your best friend's advice or not. You have the ability and the responsibility to determine for yourself which perspectives work for you and what you truly believe in. Now, my philosophy is simple. Accept the best, leave the rest. We all have ideas about the way the world works, and we are all, so-called experts included, routinely proven wrong. And even if they're not wrong, they may have ideas that work for them and not for others. You are incredibly powerful, and you can choose how to think about the world and which values, morals, and beliefs are most important to you. You can decide how to think about women, sex, and dating, what works for you and what doesn't, what makes sense and what doesn't. Now, getting clear about your values isn't as difficult as you might think. When you encounter something in the world that you disagree with, a thought, an idea, a suggestion, sit down with yourself in a quiet moment and ask, why? Why do I disagree with it? Which particular aspect of this idea do I reject? And what might I propose as an alternative? Do your own research, survey several different perspectives, evidence, and theories, reflect, and then start to make your own conclusions about what you believe. So, if you're wondering about whether or not your girlfriend's past actions contradict your values, ask yourself, why? Why do I feel this way? What evidence can I point to to confirm my general feelings on why my girlfriend's past is wrong? And what counter-evidence exists to contradict it? Other questions you can ask yourself are, even if I don't think my girlfriend's past is necessarily wrong, do I think it's a red flag for my relationship with her? Why or why not? Which specific events in my girlfriend's past do I believe suggest that she isn't right for me? Why? Do I think it's okay for a single woman to have casual sex? Do I think it's okay for men to do the same? Why or why not? What am I fearful of here with regard to my girlfriend's past? What am I really worried about? And is my fear based on logic, facts, evidence, or not? Write your ideas and answers down. Pour it all out. Write down everything you're feeling and experiencing, all of the questions you have, without hesitation or judgment. Journaling our feelings can be enormously helpful when we're trying to better understand them. And every man will arrive at different answers to questions about his girlfriend's past, and that's completely okay. Above all, keep in mind that although many are screaming at you from the online rooftops about the right way to approach women, sex, and dating in the 21st century, it's your world. You can and should compile your own mix of ideas and beliefs from many different sources, consider each of them scrupulously, and arrive at your own conclusions about your girlfriend's past. While at the same time, step four, realize that it is, in many ways, a new world out there. Sixty years after the emergence of the birth control pill, it is still very much a brave new world and dating market. The pill and the sexual revolution of the 60s and 70s gave women new freedoms, new choices, not to mention a few new headaches to deal with. 
Throw in the technological re revolution of social media, dating apps, and the internet, and things have become even more complex for modern men and women. Which is to say, the 21st century sexual marketplace is enormously complex. And we're all making mistakes, learning, growing, and hopefully making the best possible decisions for ourselves based on what we know at the time. So we swipe left, we swipe right, we sleep with people we shouldn't sleep with, we reject people who might truly love us, we let ourselves down, we experience momentary triumphs, we experiment, we learn, we grow. And hopefully, after a mix of good and bad experiences, we get closer to knowing what really works for us, what we like and what we don't, what we value and what we don't, and how best to navigate the manifold complexities of modern dating. The problem is when we think we have it all figured out, not just for ourselves, but for everyone. The problem is when we think in absolutes and fail to acknowledge the diversity of the human experience. For example, a common trope in male-dominated online forums is the idea that women shouldn't have casual sex because it damages them for future relationships. Now, a lot of experienced men and women in long-lasting, serious relationships would strongly disagree with this idea. In fact, a lot of these women would argue the contrary, stressing that seeking out multiple relationships earlier in life gave them the necessary perspective to know what they really want and fully commit to someone when they were ready. However, does a lot of sexual and dating experience lead to emotional complications and psychological damage in some women? Unquestionably. Can a lot of sexual and dating experience do the same to some men? Absolutely. But a woman who's dated only one man can have just as much baggage and more as a woman who's been with several men. Think about it. If you've only dated one person and that person was an abusive sociopath, it's likely that you're going to bring some serious baggage into future relationships. So the question of the quality of someone's past relationships should also enter the equation here, not just the quantity. Many online commentators fail to acknowledge that we humans are a wildly varied bunch. So whenever you try to argue that all women are like that, or you should only marry virgins, or everyone should be polyamorous, you ignore countless counterexamples, competing statistics, and studies. Think about this. In the 21st century, scientists and researchers can't even agree on what the hell we should eat. And someone is trying to tell you that they know the universally ideal models for sex and dating for our entire species? I doubt it. Again, we are our own masters. We can decide what works for us and what doesn't. And it isn't easy, especially in the 21st century. So whatever decision you make regarding your girlfriend's past and its significance for your future with her, cut your girlfriend a bit of slack if she's made mistakes in her past or doesn't have it all figured out. Neither do you. We are all trying to figure ourselves out. At the end of the day, we're all in this together. So, step five, don't be a hypocrite. Now, let me clear one thing up right from the start. I know men and women are different, very different. But there are also mountains of evidence and examples to suggest that, one, female sexual appetites are equally ravenous to their male counterparts, yes, despite the disparity in testosterone levels, and regardless of what anyone tries to tell you. Two, casual sex doesn't necessarily damage women for future relationships, the same way it doesn't necessarily damage men. Three, men and women are equally vulnerable to social and cultural pressures, and thus we are all pretty much equally experimental in the 21st century sexual marketplace. So don't be a hypocrite. Consider your own past dating experiences. Any negative experiences? Any bad choices? Do you have anything, or anyone, you wish you could take back? And furthermore, haven't some of your missteps and mistakes led to your biggest revelations about who you are and what you want out of life and love? 
The same is almost certainly true of your girlfriend. Men and women are different, yes, but we have more commonalities than differences. Before rushing to judgment about your girlfriend's past, consider your own past experiences and reflect on how they helped to shape who you are today. Think about all the ways you've experimented, grown, and learned. Think about the man you were five years ago compared to the man you are today. Hopefully there have been some significant changes, growth, mistakes, and learning during the years in between. Now, it's cliché to suggest that all of your girlfriend's past experiences shaped her into the woman you fell in love with, but it's true. Take some time and reflect on that. If you're still struggling after a couple of weeks, step six, talk it over with an older, trusted male friend or two. Men in long-term relationships commonly neglect their male friendships. I've done it, my friends have done it, you've probably done it too. So it's a little surprise that modern men are experiencing an epidemic of loneliness. And we need other men in our lives, not least to give us some understanding and offer potential solutions when it comes to crises in our long-term relationships. So if you find a preferably older male friend you trust and respect, consider talking the situation over with him. Be brutally honest. Share your story, describe how you feel about your girlfriend's past in detail, and ask for feedback. At the same time, always remain respectful of your girlfriend and her need for privacy. Lay your ego aside a moment and benefit from the perspective of a man with more life experience who might be able to introduce you to some new ideas. The simple act of talking this out with a man you respect can be a game changer. And sometimes it's only through verbalizing our feelings that we can understand them. But stay realistic. Specifically, step seven. Realize that you're probably never going to love your girlfriend's past. And that's okay. While some men and women are completely neutral about their partner's past, and others even get off on thinking about it, most of us don't feel this way. At the least, most people in committed relationships harbor at least a tiny bit of discomfort surrounding their partner's past. Which is to say, it's not a big deal, but it isn't their favorite thing in the world to think about. And this makes sense. When we fall in love, we often feel like we want to own our beloved, with all the complications and toxic emotions that come along with that. We sometimes want our partner all to ourselves, past, present, and future. So go easy on yourself if you never reach an enlightened, zen-like state of total peace with your partner's past. Depending on the type of man you are and what your girlfriend's past looks like, that might be unrealistic. Instead, if you come to the conclusion that your girlfriend's past is not a deal-breaker, for now, simply aim to get to a place where you're okay with it. It's not something you want to think about, but you're alright if it comes up. You don't have anxiety or disgust or anger around it, it's just okay. It's in the past and your real interest is in living now, remembering that life is fleeting and you want to make the most of the time you have left with your girlfriend starting now. So to recap, my seven step plan. Step one, stop talking to your partner about their past. Step two, acknowledge that this is your problem, not your girlfriend's. Step three, spend some time and get clear about your values, write them down. Step four, realize that it's a complicated sexual marketplace out there and we're all making mistakes. Step five, don't be hypocritical. Consider your own past experiences and how they've helped to form and change who you are. Step six, reach out to a trusted male friend or two for support and perspective. Step seven, realize that you may never love your girlfriend's past and try to make peace with that. Now, if you're still struggling or you want extra guidance, I have a lot more to share on this subject. And the above practices and perspectives are not enough for some men struggling intensely with their girlfriend's past. Maybe you're one of them. If you're struggling with constant or obsessive, painful thoughts, 
or constant curiosity and unease with regard to your girlfriend's past, you may be dealing with retroactive jealousy OCD. And unfortunately, the path I outlined in this video might not be enough to arrive at peace. And you're not alone. Hundreds of thousands of men and women around the world struggle with retroactive jealousy OCD. Hundreds of thousands of men become obsessed with their girlfriend's past, struggling intensely. Once upon a time, I went through the same thing. But the good news? Thousands of us have found a way out. Click the link in the description to learn more about retroactive jealousy and get more information on what you can do right now to start overcoming your girlfriend's past and gaining clarity and peace of mind. Thanks for listening to the Zachary Stockhill podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. To learn more about my work on jealousy, relationships, and more, please check out my YouTube channel at Zachary Stockhill. For information about my online courses, books, and coaching service, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com.